Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to episode 29 of the Showdown Podcast. I am your host, Brad Scott. Today we are joined by special guest, Character artist, illustrator, Bob East, the man responsible for the Showdown logo. Uh, today is a little special as I screw up the music. Uh, <laughs> today's a little special. We are. Uh, play through the entire episode. No battle today. No battle. Because um, Vic got too scared and didn't want to take me. <laughs> nope. Mm. Incorrect, Corey. Today there's no battle because it is our special pop. Con review episode. Popcorn. Deal. We are going to uh, honor that by having peace here at the showdown as well. We went to PopCon. We had a good time. Uh, we have some videos on our YouTube page of a couple of interviews. Uh, we reviewed some video games. Uh, we met a couple of uh, celebrities. Um, and uh, overall, we had a good experience. So uh, we're joined by Bob East. Bob, welcome to the show. Thank you. Glad to be here. And uh, you want to tell them a little bit about yourself? Uh, I'm a freelance illustrator. That's uh, awesome, Bob. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the wrong show. That's pretty much it. And uh, so how long have you been doing that? Uh, 15 years. 15 years? And uh, what, what are your favorite things to illustrate? Um, I really, uh, I really just enjoy caricatures in general, just drawing. Uh, well, no, I knew that. I meant what race. What race? <laughs> Mexican, black, uh, white. I prefer uh, uh, pinup style girls. Oh, okay. And horror Asian type stuff. So. Yeah, Asian. <laughs> Asian pinups. <laughs> so you know, some little bit of uh, horror inspired uh, blood and guts. Oh, my daughter would and, love uh, your character. She's a, a big of, horror uh, fan. You know, sexy skirt. Uh, Gil Elgren kind of stuff. Only oh, she wouldn't love that part. She would just love <laughs> <laughs> like a Chuck Dahl yeah. or Jaws. Yeah, I, I draw a lot of caricatures of horror uh, of icons, you know, like uh, Lugosi and Corey the Crusher like Miller. Yes, I'm on a couple of them. Yeah, yeah, actually, I did caricature. So anyhow, this is the uh, popcorn episode. Um, we did. We spent a lot of the time going around and uh, playing, demoing video games. Um, currently. We don't have the video up yet on our YouTube page. I'm still working on editing. So that will be Story done. Story of Corey's Excellent life. plug. Yes. Always plug something you're halfway through. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's good. Gives them a nice time frame to wait for. Yep. 
Uh, actually, uh, I just have to add some music to it, and it's done, so suck it. Um, but it should be up hopefully this weekend. So, Did somebody uh, have the day off? Yeah, yeah, but it wasn't... It sure was, to throw that in my face. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I wasn't doing that, though. No, I was saying because he had plenty of time. Oh, no, no, that's what I'm saying. He was oh, sure to throw yeah. that in yeah, my face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, there were some interesting games that we played. Uh, Vic played a lot of, uh, uh, most of them. I think uh, I th- being the the adamant gamer of the group, I did. I didn't play that. a single one except for that dumb fucking iPad kids game. <laughs> <laughs> that thing was. If you're listening, I doubt you are. But if you are having that thing, is fucking stupid. So that, that <laughs> your character, my, uh, your characters aren't bad, but the game itself was just fucking dumb. It's just like it rock, my rock content uh, question under what kind of words we can. Say. Oh, you can oh yeah, say yeah, yeah. You're just <laughs> flappers. Was that what they're called? Uh, yeah, some, yeah, something like that. I, know, I still have your little things in case it takes off and those characters become huge. I still, I kept the little, yeah, the little pins pin. and chain that he Sell gave them me. on eBay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, that game is fucking dumb. Yeah, we we figured that was the only game you could handle. <laughs> That's why we only gave you that. Well, one. what was the uh, the racing game? That. Oh, that smuggler game! That thing was horrible. That's, yeah, it, it, we we played this one game, and basically the idea behind it is you're in these little smuggler and hovercrafts, and you're going through this. Like, you're in fucking triangles. Yeah, by it's, the way. it's it's Tron. They don't look like yeah. anything. It's Tron, like bad, but bad, and you're like flying around, but it didn't work the whole time, and he just kept knocking me off of the edges. That was all he could do. Like, well, the and, whole they, time. and like, yeah, and like the girl like had to keep going back and messing yeah, with the stuff. A, it's so embarrassing. Like, you just, like, I felt yeah, bad for it. I though. felt bad for it. But at the same time, yeah, we were walking around with no business cards. Right. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, we were part of the showdown podcast. Oh, you guys have a card or anything? Oh man, just like, ran uh, out of those. We sounded we sounded like uh, we didn't have enough money in our ca- card. Yeah, like, you're just oh, above well, the thing that. is, no, no, you just tell them we're so popular. No, we just right. ran out. No, about <laughs> the, it's unprofessional. <laughs> Yeah. And then we're like, so famous that you don't have cards. You don't. Well, them. she was the only one at the booth, and she was like, she was going through like seven different builds of this game, and like nobody was there helping her. And she's like, you could tell she was getting embarrassed and flustered at the same time. And Corey's just staring at her, and I'm like trying to look away so she doesn't feel like so crazy. And Corey's just staring at her. <laughs> He's like, I'm waiting to play the game. Come on. And then I'm like, after we finally get done, the whole crew of people from her from her her, her group come back. I was like, oh, you guys are dicks. Yeah. Well. <laughs> As far as the gameplay goes, I I don't like those type of games. Uh, just the the uh, the design of them. Apparently, no one else did either because they didn't make it to the finals. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's just I don't like polygon shaped environments, and that's pretty much what it was. And it's like trying to figure out, okay, what is really land and what is a mountain? I don't, I can't. Yeah. I, my brain well, doesn't. Some sort of competition. So well, you just, it's yeah, just they two had a competition. Like, things. You had to race against each no, other. No, he's talking about... Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's, there was a competition that they were doing. It was for 10... Was it $10,000? Yeah, it was Cloud Digital um, had a $10,000 um, seed money okay. grant for, for the group that had the best... Um, had the best score. Had the best game. Um, and then they had all the different people they selected to go around and judge the games, and then we handed them back in, and then whoever Which, did the best. And we were one of those judges. How fucking loose are you with ten grand when we're getting ready? You know, when they're like, "Yeah, these fucking three guys from the podcast that fourteen people listen to, like these guys <laughs> should be judges and handing out money." Well, uh, I thought my favorite game was the one Corey played. Yes. It should have gotten something, and it didn't. Is, I'm not. I'm not real happy about that. I am Chicago. No, right? we, are we, Chicago. Are Chicago, we are Chicago. Where you take the role of a teenager in a black family raised by a single mother. 
That's and a real game. It's a yeah, real game. It's a real game. It is a but real game. You're, it's not like, and then dragons attack. No, you just go through life. Like, you're trying to go to high school, and you fucking try yep. to get a job. Like set the table. Yeah, like, like you sit down there's, dinner. There's gangs and stuff. I tell wow, you what. I, I tell you what, as the person that played the game, dragons would have made that game so much We call this Corey's worst nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. What's the premise again? Corey uh, walks a mile in my shoes. Yeah, like we you, are Chicago. I've never heard the N word used more freely <laughs> than Corey having to play that game. Now, I'll, I'll say this: I don't know who they're trying to gear this game towards. And I tried when when we were when I was playing it, we were still recording, and so I was listening back to some of the audio while that I didn't normal that I didn't hear when I was playing the game. And I didn't really hear who they were marketing this towards, so I don't know who their demographic is. Because yeah, that's tr- because let me uh, 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 um, like if you're if you're trying to geared towards like inner city teens, they live that life already. It's an educational social experiment, is what it was. See, that's what I was that gonna say. Sense. You could target it towards schools. Yeah, maybe, and that's that's what he said. Rich it, white yeah. schools. Where they want to, you know, this is like, hey, you can see what it's yeah, like, yeah, but you don't have to worry about danger. Yeah. yeah, but but uh, is anybody at the rich white school going to play it, though? They will if they have to. They get yeah, a grade. They have to. African American studies courses at universities yep. all across the country. Okay, I can see that. I can see that. That's, but that, I mean, other than that, I, I'm just, but it was, it was boring. I mean, seriously, they they should have picked a better part of the game to well, demo. They, 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 yeah, they, or at least made it kind of. Faster moving for the demo. Yeah. I think I think the, the worst ahead. part about demos is you, you're stuck having to show people how to play the game, so you really can't put them in, drop them in the middle of it, because then you'd have to sit there over their shoulder and explain every aspect. What was that other game where you're just like in a room shooting weird? Oh shit. yeah, that uh, one we'll get to that one in a second. But that it's, was ridiculous. But but with this one though, I'm just like, okay, you have to go and sit the table. Okay, so I walk over, I grab a bunch of forks, I zone down. Okay, this is boring. I do this at home already. You know, it's like, yeah, I know what they're, I, I get the point. I get, you don't have to say anything about that. But it's just like, I, I get this. And then you have to sit, normally through, on video, on games where there's dialogue, if you don't want to sit through the dialogue, you can hit A or whatever, whatever it is on your controller, whatever system. You can keep hitting the button and it'll speed through the dialogue faster. You couldn't do it. Like it. A you, version of you were sound. meant to learn something. Corey, Corey. You can't speed through people's dialogue. <laughs> you, you were, you were meant to learn something. I wanted to during your little rant just now. <laughs> I was hitting the fucking A button, dude. That'd be great if you could do that in real life, though. Somebody, you know. But it's just like, I mean, I, you had this. You actually had to sit there and go to every person and ask them, fifth, or you know, three or four different things. Like, how was school today? Okay, great. Um, well, so and so, I was, I was bored. I was bored by it. Um, I know y'all thought it was funny for me to play it. It was, <laughs> it was hilarious. It was pretty entertaining. The conversations we were having, as you probably heard, were yeah, quite I li- funny. Yeah, I, oh, I listened to it. Yeah. <laughs> Especially the uh, the backpedal about whether or not the cops in the game were uh, were racist or not. That was great. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was a valid question. It, I think it was too, but you know, yeah. He didn't. Um, in case, in case I'm not, I can't remember if I uh, put, included that in the video or not. Uh, that's that's going to come out uh, in a couple of days. Um, Brad asked the maker, are the cops, uh, what, what was it, are the cops uh, racist? Yeah. And, it's a real game. He, he danced around that really. Yeah. He was like, uh, oh, well, I mean, uh, they're real well, white. There's some good they, cops you know. and there's some bad cops. I'll just say it. <laughs> say what just you say want to say. Just say you made them racist. 
But then uh, we had a couple other pretty good games. There was a uh, fighting game, um, had a slightly different feel on fighting games. I'm, I'm a big fight game person. Um, and it was basically a gladiatorial type game. Um, and the uh, arena was a la Mortal Kombat. Manip you can manipulate the arena to help you in the game. Um, I think the only thing I didn't like about it is it was really hard to control the character. Like running, you like if you start running towards someone, like you can't maneuver the guy around. Very yeah, well. th this was another one that I played when I, I played it with Vic. Again, we left Brad out, but um, you, I, I didn't really feel like there was anything else you could do. It's like you had one button that you can use and just. Keep well, no, using that's because you didn't know how to play the game. You well, weren't listening. Yeah, there, there's like there's there's four buttons and there were four different things you could do. You uh, could charge probably, the weapon, you okay, could throw the weapon, you could strike with the weapon. That's why I kept killing you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, but I did I did like the learning it. curve. The learning curve was a little harder on that one. That's why yeah. you weren't quite having an easier time. I, I did I did like it. Um, it was probably it wasn't my favorite one. Yeah, mine either. Um, the artwork was good. Um, the, the guy explaining it was a little slow on the, the explanation. The guy that was that was kind of introducing it to us, he seemed like he may have been a programmer and not exactly a one of the you know the, the marketing reps for it or somebody who actually kind of came up with what the game was because his explanations were kind of on the technical side rather than the, the player side of things. Right. So that may have kind of skewed things a little bit, but the, the graphics were really nice on it. You know the playability wasn't too bad. It just was. It was just the controls on it. The, the actual controlling of the character was just a little bit off. Yeah, but there were some pretty good pieces to it. Um, there was another one we didn't even get to play. They didn't even have a demo for it. It was that uh, that Frontier one. You, you don't remember? You're, you look Frontier. confused. Exactly. You know, it's it, it's <laughs> that good. Uh, the dude that was presenting it. Um, the, the, oh no! Was uh, that yeah, that was a dude. That was the kid with the uh, from the. It was. It was the uh, the witches of uh, the Boston. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah, it. Right. What are they? I can't think of what it. Was, Salem witch trials. Yeah. It was a game based after that, and I was like, okay, well, I've seen that done in like a hundred different games with the same exact play style, and I was like, well, let me. There's got to be something different about yours. Let's try it. It's like, oh yeah, we don't have a demo. Yeah. <laughs> well then. Well. <laughs> I yeah. guess you're kind of on the lower end of that. <laughs> you're yeah. not going to win much with this one. So we'll Did you know there's a, there's a part of an Assassin's Creed game where you hunt great white sharks? I would have rather played that than talk to that kid. <laughs> <laughs> is, is, it, is it Black Sails? Is it Black Sails? I don't know. Ah. I don't right. play those games. <laughs> and this is why Unless they're putting a great game. white shark hunting thing in Madden or uh, NBA 2K. <laughs> it just comes oh, out of the ground. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Although I would like to see... A game where you could hunt, like, sharks and whales. I think it would be a good there, idea. There is game. one where you, what is it, Cal But it's always cartoony. I want to see, I want to make it realistic. I think this one is. This one's a shooter. It was on the, I think it was on PS2, Calibero. Oh, you get, it's like a oh, hunting game. Oh, Cabela's? Yeah, Cab yeah that's it. Calibero. Well, fuck, I don't know. I don't play those games. I don't give a shit about that. I do PS2. like Cabela games. Like, at the arcade ones with mm -hmm. the big-ass guns, those are fun. Yeah, this is just a... Uh, Home version. I just got Safari Hunter in my store. You might like that one. Oh yeah, hunting sounds big, good. Just hunting, hunting big, big game. game. Yep. <laughs> Although you know who wouldn't like it is Ricky Gervais. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh god. You know. We won't even talk about that. <laughs> just make it where there's alternative ways to kill these animals instead of shooting with a rifle. You can throw dynamite or jump on their back. Shotgun to the whale. Whale. <laughs> shoot a shark with a shotgun from far Uncage away. a bear in the snow. Yeah. <laughs> I, they need to go after like the, the people they really need to go after are those mushroom hunters. I say give the mushrooms a gun. Make it fair. 
See if they can kill the pig. Well, they've got more than a fair chance because there's always somebody that eats the wrong kind of mushroom and dies every year. <laughs> they either trip or die. Yeah. <laughs> um, one of the other games uh, that we played was, uh, well, it was one that you played, was Master Chef. Yes, that thing was awesome. As my, there was a game called uh, Cooking Mama for the uh, for the uh, the Game Boy Advance, and my daughter played that game like crazy. And I was like, "Why are you still playing this game? It's the most ridiculous game in the world." I sat down and played this game, which is very much like that. And now I understand why she played that game because it was actually fun. And I got the highest score <laughs> in the whole freaking because <laughs> you would he would or this chef this one. particular okay. chef it was like Master Chef <laughs> Challenge something gladiators. Okay, can you now? Prepare meals. Did you? Did you I can prepare meals before. No, you, that, so. you, you, it was all good. No, I guess my question was: Does the game teach you to cook? Or no, not at all. You're not serving at all. monsters. Okay. Basically, oh, you yeah. go out. You go outside and you like throw forks and knives at these monsters and kill them. Collect their ah. their carcasses. Bring them back inside. Um, you don't clean them. You just throw them up on a shelf. And then you run over and light a fire and throw them in a pot and mix them around. And then you play um, bubble puzzle. John <laughs> would not be happy. You know, and then after you play Bubble Puzzle, like you just take whatever comes bubbles out of that pot and hand it to some dude, and he's like, "Oh, that's the greatest meal ever! Thank you very much." You get a high score. But I continued to play that game. He played it for like fifteen minutes, and, <laughs> and the, the guy was in giraffe neck. The guy that was telling us about it, this guy had the longest neck I've ever seen in my life. I swear to God, I think he was a Camino from Star Wars. His neck was like five freaking feet long but he's like he's still going i could hear him in the background going he's still playing yeah. why is he still he's still playing he's okay he's got the high score now i think he's got the highest score i've ever seen it why okay he just beat the whole this was a demo <laughs> these all games for uh computers or potentially playstation type games or there's were there, some of were them there games that were like small easy games like android games like uh, right now basically type things that people get addicted the to. in the um the indie game market is okay. they're making they're developing for Mainly for Steam, because it's the easiest thing to get on. And then Xbox and uh, PS4 have now made it an open market for you to be able to develop for them, too. Um, you just have to get greenlit. So all of these indie developers are making small small level games. And then, obviously, they're making all the games for um, iPad so they can do um, right. you know small transaction pays, stuff like that. Free game, but you got to pay 99 cents to win right. the game. But um, that's what they're basically doing. So they've, they've been in development, but... They usually do it. It's all sweat equity. They spend a whole lot of time doing it after work and everything else without getting paid for it. So this contest kind of gives gives back a little bit. And uh, Plow Digital is a local company here that made it big. Started out as an indie company and made it big. So they're giving back to you know the indie market. But um, that this particular game is the game that actually won the competition. Um, so they won the ten thousand dollars and a gigantic street skateboard. They got a skateboard? A yeah, did you see the skateboards that were along the side? No. Nah. There's a bunch of skateboards <laughs> on the side of the Plow Digital um, booth. Mm -hmm. And those were, those were their trophies. Oh, okay. There's like a little tiny deck. I think I And saw then like those. a bigger one and then a big old street surfer. Yeah. So they got ten, a big giant $10,000 check. And then... I don't know how and then, uh, and then they got the skateboard. So that's the actual game that won the contest. I'm really surprised, honestly. I mean, obviously I didn't play it, but I'm surprised that that's the one that won. The three games that, that we saw as the three as the three that would probably make it were the three that made it. It was the cooking game, that one pioneer game that's kind of like Minecraft, the first one we played. Okay, well, we'll, we'll get into that one in a second. Okay. Well, well, we'll just talk about it now. That game, I, I, I thought that game was dumb. I liked it. The sh the, that, that the shooting in the room? No, 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 no. He's talking about the one that was like Minecraft. Started out in space. You had to like bust your way out. Oh no, no, no. Okay, well, I'm thinking of the the other one across with the dude with the long beard. 
and the, and the long hair. And oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah, horrible. I, I, thought, I thought you were talking <laughs> about that one. Okay. That thing was horrible. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what the name of that was, but it was it, it almost seemed like a ripoff of Minecraft, yeah. pretty much. And it's like, come up with your own idea. It very much was. But, I mean, obviously, imitation isn't the greatest form of flattery, but it's just when you – he wanted – he added – it was like Minecraft with a, with a story – and a theme character that was supposed to want you to... I don't know. Yeah. It was too much. I'm not even... I'm not even I, I don't Minecraft even, is a brain number. That's what it's supposed to be. I don't even like Minecraft. So seeing that, it's just like, okay, it does nothing for me. And, but um, I think the one you were talking about... The one you were talking about was the very first game we played. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't even remember the name of that one. It was uh, called Spacefall. Spacefall. I think it was. And it was basically... Um, Spaceball was, you started out, and it's, it's just a sprite game, so you have a little character. The artist was one of the programmers. He has no artistic ability. He just, like, they, they, they programmed the game. There are three guys. Um, one of them was, was dying of cancer. This is, like, the most harrowing story ever. He's literally got, like, stage four lymphoma, and he's, they, they've been working on creating this game, and it was, like, it's his legacy. Like, they wanted to make this game. And he drew all the characters and everything for it. And he's not an artist. He just he did all of the artwork for it. Um, they programmed this game and they, they've uh, been working on it. But basically, it's kind of like kind of like Minecraft, and you collect things and you build different things. But it's a paintbrush game, so you just draw whatever it is you want. So you draw the four walls of a house and it builds. It's not like you have to like dig shit up and then make the blocks. So it's a painter rather you, than a you builder. You apparently didn't get to that part, did you? Yeah, I, don't, I yeah, got to that part. You don't pay attention. Um, <laughs> I lost interest. <laughs> now, but but I mean the the concept of the game, rather than being a builder, it's it's a painter. So like you can sit back and just sit there and like paint things and draw things, and it creates whatever those are. And the only real like building things are like things you need, like weapons and and articles to play the game. So I mean I thought that was pretty. It was pretty different in innovative some of the things that they did to it like I haven't seen before so that made it kind of interesting to me on the other side to that though what I thought was the best game that I put on there like big black letters this should be the winner um, was the tank game the tank game everything it's... goes boom yeah that's the one that I thought I, that I game that was the tits flat out <laughs> like we played that game me him and my son and one of the, the girls I was working there we played it and basically it, it like throws back to Atari's uh, tanks where you just have these tanks, you're just shooting at each other, trying to kill each other, and like they they have you can pick different tank weapons, two different weapons. You just run around, you can blow each other off the screen, you can blow up the board, you can play different modes. Everything is everything is in play. There's buildings, there's streets, you can blow everything up, and then there's even another format or another game too yeah. where you have teams and you have to go around, you have to pick up all pieces of a nuke and if you and take them back to your base and then build this nuke and blow up everything. And you blow up the other team. I had Corey on my side. We lost. <laughs> hey, it's not I like kept telling him, go back to the base. He kept going after my son. <laughs> trying to knock him off the board. <laughs> Instead of going back with all the crap he had loaded on his tank. I didn't I didn't know what the hell I was doing. So. And once again, yeah, he doesn't yeah. listen. <laughs> yeah. But that game, like the the those guys really kinda I mean it was a complete game. Like it really seemed like it was a complete game and it was a really well thought out game. And, and, and it looked fun. And unfortunately we have no footage of that game. Really? We did not shoot any footage of the game. We've got the interview with the guy so I, I, that's going to be in the video. But other than that, I'll just we go have to their go website put, and pull down some footage of the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, it, that was a really good game. That's the one that I said. Like, you need to give them the money. <laughs> 
And then the second one, like that's we played the uh, the cooking game afterwards. I was like, oh, this one's pretty good too. Give it second place. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that's all the games that we played. We um, we did get uh, we did get an interview with with Sam Jones, the yep. Flash Gordon, uh, which was fun, and uh, that's uh, that's up on YouTube now, uh, so you can check that out. Uh, Brad Brad uh, getting in depth with uh, Sam, and I think he, you had, Brad asked. Everybody that we interviewed asked them the same two questions. Sometimes mm-hmm. they got a third question, but they were, but he gave the most in-depth answer, and he really thought about it. And so, so I thought that was kind of cool. So go to our YouTube page, just search the Showdown Podcast. Because we don't have enough followers, I cannot get slash the Showdown Podcast. You have to have 500 followers before they'll do that, mm. which I think is ridiculous. But anyhow. Um, we also interviewed Rupert from Survivor. Mm-hmm. He got to, he got a couple of those questions as well. Uh, he was very cool, uh, which I figured he would be. He usually always is. Yeah. I, don't, I haven't seen Rupert at anything that he wasn't like. Every single person that we walks up to him, he gives them the same amount of time and yeah. enthusiasm. So. Yeah, oh yeah. He's, I think that dude's on like a lot of. He's just like a hyper guy. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's yeah. got a lot of energy juice in him. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I couldn't imagine if he was drinking like Red Bulls or something. Can you imagine what, how he'd be? But yeah, he was awesome. And again, that that one's up on YouTube. Uh, we t- we talked to uh, one of the original uh, companions from Doctor Who. Yep. I have not gotten Case. that one edited yet. Um, I'm hoping. So that- did the sound come out of that? Uh, no. I I'm, I'm, if we have if we if I can salvage the audio from the camera, it's gonna uh, I'll put it up on YouTube. But. Um, we'll, we'll see how that goes. And we have to thank uh, Who North America for uh, putting us at the front of the line and letting us talk to her. Um, yeah, that was pretty us... cool of them. And we had uh, I was playing around with the uh, the Dalek. The... Broke my phone, but it was worth it. <laughs> that was pretty funny. <laughs> Wasn't expecting him to move, but he did anyway. <laughs> uh, what what else was there? There's a lot of vendors. Uh, a lot of the same vendors you, you typically see. I there wasn't enough. I, I usually like buying T-shirts from the conventions, and I, there were a couple that were there, but they didn't have the uh, the type of uh, shirts I was looking for. So that was kind of a letdown. What were you looking for? I don't know, just something. Well, nothing specific. I mean, as far as like a movie or a show or something, but I don't know, just the ones that they were selling. Just I just wasn't interested in. I'm trying to get one of them. I'm not gonna lie, shirts. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I'm trying to Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you can actually get those at uh, IndieBradScott.com. <laughs> Click on our merch page, and uh, we, yeah, we'll get you taken care of, buddy. All right, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll do that right 10% afterwards. 10% discount. Nice. Right. Discount. Five. <laughs> don't get cocky. T-shirts are always great because you don't have to find a place for them like you do with a piece of artwork or a toy mm-hmm. or yeah. some other thing. You can just You can display it. On your body and wear it for a day and put it away in the dresser for a while. You don't have to find. And a that's the thing. For it. That's the thing that's too with artists. Artwork. With mm-hmm. artists being there, I would love to buy some of the artwork that's there. But you know, even if I, sometimes I can afford it. Sometimes I can't. But even if I could, I just where am I going to put it? Exactly. You know what I have found? I have what? prints that I sell, and my friends sell prints. But and I, all my friends, they have great prints. They have great work. But it's like you said. Where am I going to put it? No, I, I, I get prints from them and they go in a drawer. So t-shirts are better because the t-shirt also goes in the drawer, but at least once you take it out every week, so, so I get to wear it yeah. and show it off. So yeah. I've yeah. turned to um, when I buy prints, I've turned to buying um, the the books, 
the uh, the actual the like when you go and look at the prints that are in those books. Yeah. I've bought those books, and yeah. I, when I buy prints, I just put them in those, and I just leave them on the coffee table, yeah. and I just idea. make them coffee table books rather than trying to hang them up or anything yeah, like that. I just fine. leave them out. That way, people can see what I've bought. If someone comes yeah. over, they like really? you know. That way they're not they're not put up and I get to see them when I want to and whatever yeah, it is but yeah you so you know they're like oh what's up oh, this this one yeah what we what we do have though is a ridiculous amount of pops vinyls I have an entire yeah. closet from from <laughs> ceiling to like floor of pop vinyls do, do you keep the boxes <laughs> yeah yeah you do. oh yeah absolutely yeah, I, we, no, they don't come out of it well look right over there on that shelf yeah there's two on the top shelf there's we just picked up four today uh, on the Doctor Who shelf yeah. And then we've got those three underneath. And then there's a Harry Potter over there. Do you just collect all the pop vinyls or certain Um like? it's there's certain ones that we yeah. all like. It's it's a family thing. My wife is into um is into Green Arrow and things like that, um, Flash and all that stuff, so we get her of those. You, My son's a big Spider Man right, fan. Yeah. Now, what's your feeling on the horror uh, the Freddie Jason, Mike Myers version of pop vinyl? Because, you know, there's a bit of like Yeah, you know, these guys are supposed to be scary. And then you um, these cute pop vinyls. They're not. They're not I cute. don't. I don't mind. Yeah. I don't mind them. Um, I saw. I saw um, one that they just released. It's the first. Uh, first Jason right. without the mask. The one that comes out of the water at the end of. Oh the, yeah. The first one. Um, the Ari Lehman version. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's and it's not bad. It's kind of it's sure. kind of gr- grotesque looking, yeah. but. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't mind them. Is that your checklist? That's that closet. Oh, that's your closet. That's my closet. <laughs> see my see my daughter. Uh, she's got. There's even more upstairs. Yeah. See, this but she takes them out of the boxes and has them all next to each other. This goes back to what you were saying earlier before the podcast about people who spend all their money on autographs for Day of the Dead or or, mm-hmm. or, or uh, actor signatures. You know, it's somebody spends it on that versus right. somebody that spends all yeah. their money on these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a different way of. uh, But like, I have like, I went to uh, when um, when uh, Jason Muse was here. Uh um, We got his autograph, and I went up and I talked to him, and he signed my he signed my pop vinyl for me. So it's kind of giving you a platform too. But um, and that went up with my other ones, and I've got um, uh, Kevin Smith signed the one when they were here for uh, for the, the Groovy movie. Yeah. Um, so I, I've got like that's that's kind of like the thing I don't want to I'm not going to walk up and buy a photo of a person right but yeah. like if I have something of theirs that I you know that that's kind of means something or I enjoy like the pop vinyl thing is just something that as a family would kind of do now um, for certain ones but like and it's not really it's not like we have to have all of them it's not like a full collection oh type God, of thing it's like what so we find that. that we like that's what we get. You know, like, and that's, that's, or like, if it's something that's funny for the family. There were a certain amount of celebrities at PopCon, right? You had some, some yeah, famous actors and actresses. Yeah, there Ed, and Ed, uh, Edward James Almost was yeah. there. Um, Sam Jones, as we said. Yeah. Uh, there was, uh, there was some voiceover actors from some of the anime. Right. And yeah, this particular PopCon was leaned more towards, um. It was more towards the YouTube Yeah, it was more towards uh, social media. Mm-hmm. So, like, because PopCon is a pop culture convention. Sure. Um, this one they were leaning more towards um, the, the the social media stuff. So a lot of the people that they had there, they were trying to get a lot of the the, the YouTube stars and the, the Vine stars and people like that there. Um, because Jesus those people, people fucking love them. Those people, oh my god, that line. Those people are like, are those are real stars? The people like yeah. they 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 walk past like we were looking at the big name stars uh-huh. with no line, yeah. and like some of these YouTube stars had like lines <laughs> of people. One of yeah. them, what was the dude's name that the, the they had to rebuild the line three times for him? Uh, 
I can't uh, remember what his name I was. Don't know. I, but I don't know. he had like the the entire back back section of the hall was just a line to see this one guy that's on YouTube. And when Vic says there was nobody in line or there was no line, there literally was no line. I saw Edward James almost looking at an <clears throat> iPad with headphones on, apparently probably watching a movie. <laughs> okay, but Do you think he was fair, watching one of his own movies? You have to consider what crowd is there and what age is that crowd and mm-hmm. what age does Edward James almost play to versus yeah, the but, YouTube but, generation. But, I mean, you know, with what he's been to, doing recently? You know, 15 to 20s, like, or... But he was on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. He was on Battlestar Galactica. So, I mean, you got... Those are two big, right. you know, sci-fi slash, you know... And that's a demographic pleaser from, you know, from 15 up. Yeah. Know, easily, easily. Yeah. And any geek knows who he is. It's just a matter of... Well, the year I went you know, here before John DiMaggio killed oh, yeah. on Adventure Time. Yeah. That's a little... You know, and he's he's not even a, a, a facially recognized celebrity just from his voice. Yeah. But everybody loves uh, Jake from Adventure Time. Yeah. So I think, you know, nothing against Edward James, almost great actor, yeah. but... Well, when he did, when he did, when he did his, uh, when he did his panel, the, it was packed. Like yeah. the entire hall was packed right. for his panel. Yeah. So like people knew they just weren't right. interested in paying, you know, seventy five dollars for a picture of him or you know just shake his hand. Yeah. You know, That's the other thing. The autographs for those, uh, some of those celebrities are so expensive that it does kill your budget to buy pop idols. Mm-hmm. You buy one, you know, big celebrity. I, I think too. Food. I think too. It's a sign that we're getting old, <laughs> where YouTubers are becoming the celebrities and the people that we consider celebrities are nothing. <laughs> I call it the wayside. Well, I think it has a lot to do with the fact that YouTube and and phone video is the media that kids watch. They don't watch T V like we used mm-hmm. to. When we grew up our we were growing up, you know, we were watching stuff on T V, Dukes of Hazard or whatever. Yeah. And now kids don't watch T V well, to they be fair, it. they can't watch Dukes of Hazard anymore. TV well, that's true. Long, but, uh, <laughs> but, you know what I'm saying? They they don't watch kids don't watch TV. Yeah, uh, I think yeah, a little bit. But if they do, they also watch it on their tablet. Anything right. that's on TV, they can yeah. watch on their tablet. Hey, my daughter Doctor loves YouTube. Tablet. My daughter loves you know, YouTube. She watch watches YouTube, a lot of YouTube, yeah. but so, uh, she also watches a lot of cable too, and she watches right. old shows. I mean, it just depends. It's how you raise them. Yeah. It's because... But do you direct her to those old shows? Like, hey, you'll really like this show. Or is it something I mean, that I she s- saw and then was like, hey, I want to watch Vince. this? Some, some, yeah, some, they're like, oh, we, I always, she started liking Full House because my mom would watch it with Right. Her. And then she'd watch old shows with my mom and really like it. But right. my mom would watch whatever she wants to watch. So some of them she actually liked on her own. Yeah. Uh, friends? Like, she loves Friends. I never, you know, I don't really watch Friends that much. But when we were young, all we had was TV. Or you go to the movies or you go outside. Yeah, go outside. Now <laughs> you mean life? Yeah, <laughs> you have life. Now uh, you we know actually it's got dirty. TV or it's, it's the little digital screen that yeah. you have, and you know you watch. Like my daughter will watch Adventure Time on her screen when she can just put her screen down and watch it on the TV. Yeah, they just they like that compactability, and the screen's bigger. In perspective to your face, right. <laughs> like I can have a wide right. screen TV right exactly. here, <laughs> and I don't have to worry about watching you at all. And yes. I think it's also a good way to hide from us as parents. Yeah, like when they can put their headphones on well, and just have this, they can pretend we don't they exist. Can text, yeah, and play games and watch TV all at once, yeah, and completely ignore everybody. Exactly. Yeah, One of the other things that was going on too was the Halo Championships. Yes. Did you get? You didn't get a chance to watch any of that. Did I you? did not. However, um, 
the guy that I wish I could remember his name right now, but I can't. It's not coming to me. The guy who won was um, one of the Halo World Champions. He lives here in Indiana. He's a he's a reg- he's a, a local. Okay. Um, and that's one of the reasons why they held it here and why Microsoft agreed to let um, PopCon host it, um, along with the fact that Microsoft's never gotten any any convention to give them that much space before. Um, and they gave them a lot of space. That that area oh, yeah. was huge. Yeah, they had a, they had a beautiful setup for that competition. Um, but then they uh, that dude walked away with like twenty grand out of the fifty grand uh, prize package. Weren't there so, teams though? Yeah, there were. But, but he's the only one. That he got walked away with like twenty grand out of, out of. Well, I mean, obviously, whatever the prize package was, he walked away with twenty grand. Oh, okay, so, him, so, okay. Whatever it came out to, but. Yeah, I mean it's 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 a pretty big thing. Like a lot of people were like amazed that there is major league gaming. I'm like, why are you surprised at this? Why yeah. does this like surprise you at all? But, oh, I wasn't surprised. There's a movie uh, that I watched uh, sometime last year with Jason Mewes in it where mm-hmm. they I forget what game it was. It may not even be a real. It was game. a Counter Strike game. It was a Counter Strike style. Game. Yeah. So you saw. You yeah, saw I saw it. It. Yeah, where they there's some kind of championship, and he's got a team of guys that he plays with online, and they end up going and. Uh, they end up going to this tournament to play, and it was and, called the Wizard. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, not the Wizard. That's, another, the, that's the first Savage one. Another one. Oh, sorry. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, um, I, I thought uh, I thought it was a pretty good convention. I, I, the I don't convention, the convention itself, like from last year, it was kind of hectic, and I had a booth there last year, and it was kind of crazy um, when they were trying to get everything together. There was a lot of griping and complaining by the from the vendors. Um, and this year, like, didn't see or hear very much of that at all. Um, they were a lot more organized, and everything, the space-wise, seemed a lot better. There was a lot better flow to everything. Um, <clears throat> they were, the going into the convention um, and the general flow of how things were, I think, seemed, seemed to be a lot better. Um, it just seems like they were, they had a lot more people this year. I think they were shoved to the back last year, because yeah. I, had, I had my vendor booth there last year, and... They were shoved to the back because of a, I, I believe, it was a graduation. A libra- it was a librarian convention in the front yeah, and was, a graduation yeah, on the other the graduation, side. Graduation, yeah, there was a graduation <laughs> up and that, yeah. So it pushed them into the back, less appealing. <laughs> One ball. of the people that came to my booth last year said he was skipping his graduation. He skipped his graduation, yeah. paid to go to PopCon, yeah, and came in. Much better. So, <laughs> he didn't feel like going to his graduation. <laughs> I was like, really? You didn't? You didn't walk because you came to the convention? I'm like, all right. I'm pretty sure your parents are probably not happy with you. <laughs> no, but I'm sure he before. had a lot more fun at PopCon than his graduation. Oh yeah, I'm sure. But the one thing, the the one thing, and, and I t- and I tweeted this to him too uh, before the sh- before the show because I heard him on it. They were on another podcast uh, talking about it before it happened, and it sounded like when when they were talking said that it was going to be smaller. It's, it's more more compact, and mm-hmm. it was. And I and I told him I was like, yeah, that's kind of unfortunate. I kind of. Because last year, as you guys know, it was more spaced out and there was room to move. Uh, for me personally, uh, I like that. I like that there's the space and you can move around easily and you're not, you know, stuck having to try and walk around somebody that stopped at a booth, but you can't walk around them because there's somebody else at another booth that stopped. And so you're having to try and squeeze through these people and try and maneuver around. Feel that compact, compact in this. There one. was there was on Saturday and, and a couple the, places there were, but yeah, in the middle there was, and um, and I think last year though, compared to last year, everything was was not, was spread out, and you didn't have that. And I understand, you. and you were telling me why they did that, mm-hmm. and I and I understand, um, but um, I just think when you take it from this big and shrink it all down, let's find a place in the middle. 
Oh, I think this they is expand, year two. I think yeah. they expanded. Oh, don't it last don't year. get me wrong. Yeah, well, they, last they were, year it was smaller, and then and then they expanded it. Yeah, yeah, and so then it, it ended up being bit. that it was it was they expanded it too much because yeah. of what people wanted. But to the com- complaint from the vendors, I mean, there's two ways to look at the con, and that is, you know, some of the vendors might have complained, and it may not have been a good show necessarily for some vendors. Mm-hmm. But I was a vendor, and I did okay. Yeah. Um, and the only reason I didn't go back was because I had a previous commitment this year. But from a, a fan standpoint, it was a fantastic show last year because mm-hmm. I did I wasn't as busy as I would like, so I just I enjoyed the show as a fan. I, I was able to walk around and not be locked to my booth, and then I got to go out and enjoy the show as a fan. So for a fan standpoint, last year's show was great. Yeah. yeah. You know one thing nobody can complain about this year. What's that? The masterpiece was there. <laughs> I was wondering what the hell that was. Yes, Chris Masters, former WWE wrestler, was there as well. Uh, we didn't talk Accompanied to him. Accompanied by. Uh, was he with some He was with other wrestlers as the sign above his. Uh, Is that what it said? Other wrestlers? Said yeah, no, it really wrestlers. did. Yeah, it wow. It was. Uh, Chris Masters with other wrestlers. <laughs> How would you feel being that other wrestler? You know what? But you know why? Because they had multiple people in there from some local. I, well, yeah, I was gonna say it's probably a regional thing. Yeah, so he probably yeah. calls up indie wrestlers he knows and because he—that's what he's doing now, right? With the indies, he's not. I don't think he's doing that at all. Really? I think he's totally just out. doing like. Yeah, cons? because if if I if I remember correctly, he got a concussion and stepped down, and so I don't. I'm not even so sure that he's doing it. I know Nowitz, Chris Nowitzki uh, did that, but I'm not sure. I, I'm. I want to say Chris Masters did that. Too. That happened to him too. So yeah, he's not doing anything as well. Mm, rough break. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but we did see him uh, in his in, but we didn't talk to him. So let's talk about the uh, the white elephant, or should I say, the white tiger in the in the con, the uh, gentleman that we keep seeing everywhere in the white tiger. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I, I really, Power Ranger I really, outfit. I really doubt he's listening. So we. we oh no! I hope he is because. <laughs> I don't know who this unsung hero of the Comic Con, uh, the, the convention circuit is, but this dude is braver than anyone I've ever met in my life. Yes, um, I, I, I've seen this dude at three different conventions in the last year. Um, you've probably seen him. He wears an all white uh, Voltron. Is Voltron in? No, it's it's not Voltron. It's it's Power Rangers. The White Tiger Zord Power Rangers. I was thinking. I think it was. I thought it was the. No. White, okay, so so I was right then the first time that it's a White Power Ranger outfit, and he's got a mask, uh, like a plastic mask that he pulls down, yeah. and he carries around this tiger with him too. This dude is it's a Zord. He's <laughs> he does he does he should not be wearing this suit for starters. He does he does not have the build for it. And, but and I and I hate to I hate to say anything bad about it because I don't really think um, that uh, I th- I think that he might be a little handicapped. I don't care I, even if he's not handicapped. Dude's the bravest dude in any convention because my man is bigger than me and brave enough to put on a freaking unitard and walk around in the convention and has no qualms about it. 
happy as can be, big smile on his face, saying hi to people, taking pictures. And I feel bad because I know why they're taking the pictures, but it's still hilarious. That dude is like, he's just upright and, and all about that's, that's the con. Sort of how it's you awesome. Should be, though. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's absolutely. Sort of how you should be going to a con. Who cares what other people absolutely. think? Absolutely. Go there and have fun, you know? It cracks me up. Every yeah. time we see him, it's like, there he is. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I, like the first, I think we saw him. I think we saw him like we've been there for like ten minutes. Yeah, I don't think we'd walk through the front front uh, opening. That stuff's huge now. The cosplay. Oh yeah, just the costumes. Yeah, and then even the cosplay people now are are getting celebrity status of. Well, the amount of money for people who are just people who wear the amount of money that they're making off of them at the competitions is no joke. I mean, they're getting fifteen, sixteen hundred dollars a pop for winning those competitions Mm -hmm. now. So well, well, you, you you say that they're getting money now. They're at this one. There were actually two. Two girls. I'm not even sure if they're real sisters or not. But Brad had their picture. Brad had his picture taken with them. They were. Oh, the, they were cosplaying as. What's it called? As uh, the Frozen. Frost. The Frost sisters. Mm-hmm. The Frozen. The yeah. They look. Frozen. Like, they look just like those characters, though. I mean, yeah. like identical naturally. Okay. Could, were they like? Were they and like they were charging. Sexy, voluptuous. No, no, no they no, just no, literally the what, characters. Usually, that's what cosplay is. Let's and this, take, this was this was the cool thing. Yeah. this was the cool thing about theirs is they were doing it as the actual characters oh, right. as okay. they were. They had a real, very nice backdrop, but they right. were doing it for charity. So that like well, and they, they were, were smart because yeah, they were doing they were giving it towards kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, Brad was doing it for his kids. So. <laughs> yeah. but, My I daughter mean, thought that was the coolest thing. She it did. was. It was very. It was very, very tame, and it was very right. respectful. But it was. They and they did. They looked exactly like him. So yeah, it was. It was really good. Because generally, it's like slutty Spider Man. Oh yeah, like absolutely. <laughs> it's like how much skin can that's we right. possibly show as uh, something that's fully armored? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, won't, we won't go into the discussion about something that I read the other day about about that about how the uh, the shaming going on uh, yeah well there's there's a whole there's a whole yeah, huge too. thing about that and, and a whole huge thing what about is it? Uh, basically like women who do cosplay and they 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 will cosplay as a character um, say if you want to say if they want to cosplay as um, give me a character say they want to play cosplay as spider-man spider-man usually has a full suit on okay so they cosplay as a female spider-man they flip it and become uh, spider Gwen but they cut out everything they can besides covering their crotch and their boobs. Okay. Then when and they, they get, get ogled and they get like whistled at and everything else, they get mad. Right. Okay. It's like okay, you did this to yourself, and they, they're what they're doing is they're saying, "Well, it's not right that they're doing that to me." Blah blah. blah. No, I'm just in true. cosplay. I'm like, you're correct. It is not right they're doing that to you. You are in cosplay, but you knew this was going to happen. You did this so you can get as many pictures as you could online. You did this so you can get as much attention as you could, so you have to take the good with the bad. Now, where the line is drawn is when you get the creepers and the and the and the, fe- the, the feelers that run around grabbing them and that kind no, of stuff. No, that's absolutely. That's where the line is right. drawn. But don't and people generally ask to take a photo? They do. They do. Isn't that but it's the ones that sneak up behind them and oh, like yeah, put their arm around them and do stuff that they're not expecting right. to have happen and that they don't want. That's where that's where the issue has. And then when that happens, that's when they start slut shaming them and. You know, and that kind of thing, and that's where they start. Yeah. That's where they start going. That's where they start so going negative on the them. Girl for that? They're shaming the girl for which it, which I think is wrong. Right, it's exactly. And that's why it's like, yeah. okay, well, you you understand this. That whore wants to show its yeah. tits. That whore should be able to show its tits. Exactly. And and that's the problem right. is they 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 want to run. They want to escape that line, but they don't want to deal with the, the repercussions of it, which they shouldn't have to. Yeah, they shouldn't have to. But. 
it's it's no, people aren't going to be there are there are shitty people in the world. You're going to have to deal with those shitty people yeah, when you go out in public. That's true. You know, you put people. it on. To but the reality is though, sorry for it. But the reality is though, regardless of how skimpy that Spider Man suit is, yeah. if you've got a very pretty girl with a nice figure, I mean, she could be dressed from head to toe and be beautiful. Mm-hmm. You would still get catcalling people mm-hmm. just because she's physically. But you probably wouldn't have somebody walk up and grab her. Right. The grabbing is completely. That's something yeah, that's, that's The other problem to that, too, is right. if you have a girl who is not voluptuous and right. well shaped and, you know, the. Yeah. You know the perfect embodiment of, of yeah. physical per- perfection. You know, and <laughs> she's a little chubby or whatever, yeah. and she's dressed up as right. you know Spider as Spider Woman yeah. or whatever, or or she's a little chubby Wonder sure. Woman or whatever. She's still doing it. It's something she wants to do. It's not right, right for people to give her a hard time because she's not this like statuesque. Uh, yeah, yeah Wonder Woman. All right, exactly. So you said we weren't discussing. Yeah, I know it. Yeah. <laughs> we did. <laughs> So hold on. Well, we we have to also talk about um, your favorite interview, though. Did you did we get that on tape? Which one? Uh, our furry friends. I do have. We do that. support the furry community here at the Showdown Podcast. We, oh, we yeah. do have that. I'm debating whether or not to actually put it out. Oh come on! She could use some free advertising. She got even if y'all just start, want to dress up like even know, if it is just animals too and fun. It is the y'all most dress up like stuffed animals and fun. We're behind you. No, not like behind. You. <laughs> <laughs> is like it that. hard to get interviews? Do you run into situations where you want to interview like somebody? I was pretty flat. Somebody that's maybe on Doctor <laughs> Who and like, well, because of my agent, I can't do any video. Usually, at, usually at conventions. Well, with us. Oh, I don't know. I, I don't. Uh, I was just saying, like, well, we're not really big enough that we have to yeah. work. <laughs> at conventions, at conventions, they're usually. This is the thing. Like when I when I walked up to Sam Jones and asked him if right. he do it, his handler was like, "Well, I don't know if we're going to let that's, you do that." Blah blah blah. That's but, where you yeah. run into the problem. The handlers, um, these are people that are just volunteers that are hired. Right. I think they're just they're yeah. They work for the convention. They work yeah. for the convention, so they they think that their sure. their dick is huge, and they can be like, no, nah, well, I don't know about yeah. that. I don't know if Sam's gonna want you to come up and talk to him. Like you don't know Sam, so uh, shut up. But it's like you you don't have anybody in line. You're just sitting there anyway. You might as well kill some time to talk to uh, one of the Lord of the Rings guys. I did a caricature of him, and I wanted to get a photo. I wanted to videotape him as I drew him, and the handler wouldn't let him. He was just like, whatever. He didn't care. Like that's what Sam said to Sam Jones. He was just like, he's like, oh well. And I was like, well, would you mind if we came up? We're local, you know, podcast. We were just hoping to get a couple words. Um, with Sam, you know, we're fans, and blah, blah. he's like, well, I was like, if it comes down to it, I'll pay for it. And he's like, yeah. oh. And he walks over to Sam, and he's like, well, you know, you know, these guys are a local podcast, blah, blah, blah. And when I walked up to him, he's like, well, do you guys have any kind of credentials? Or, you know, it's like, yeah, we're, we're you know, we're, we're, we have press pass. He's like, oh, yeah, that's no problem. Come on up. You guys have to get releases or anything? No. So, no. Well, we have press passes. Yeah. yeah. We have press passes. As long as we have the press pass, and, you know, we Yeah, we it's, up it's far, as far as, you know. I'm going to wear this laminate and just bug people. <laughs> well, they... <laughs> They've got signs that say yeah. uh, when you come in that you're subject to being filmed sure. and whatnot. So that that is our that's our right. signature saying that we can show them, um, yeah. not just them, but anybody else that we happen to film that's that's there. So uh, so no, we don't have to worry about that. But yeah, it's uh, mostly just having the balls to walk up and ask them if they can do yeah. it. That's the hard part. That's the hard part yeah. that I have. It's going <laughs> up to somebody. I don't have a problem with that. I'll do it for you. Next time I go, I'll walk to anybody. Yeah. I don't care. I don't know if it's if it's yeah. somebody I know, yeah. but when it's somebody I don't like, that was hard for me because I didn't know hardly anybody that we were really talking to. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, I feel like an ass 
if they're asked, you know, what, what, I don't know. What I just, do you like about work? Okay, but, oh, yeah, 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 exactly. I don't know anything I about it. Like, when am I ever going to see this person again? Yeah. I don't care. It's Lita Ford. I'll, when am I ever going to see this celebrity again? And the worst oh, they can do is go, yeah. no, get yeah. out of my face. You're like, all right, be a dick. Yeah. Bye. Because <laughs> right. then when we go on the podcast, we're just going to tell them you were being a dick. So yeah. there you go. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we won't hold back. Yeah. Um, they know. I mean, and a lot of times when it comes to things like conventions, things like that, they know that there's they, they let a certain amount of press in. If the conve- if you have on the convention press pass, right. they know that you, that they're subject to, to having to talk to some of the people. They did do this thing. They're like, well, if you're if the if you're a big star, like if you were if you were the if you were like the Edward James almost and those kind of people, yeah. then they were like, well, they're only speaking to you know so to, many people, to first class celeb, first class uh, news agencies. News, news yeah. agencies. So like apparently, they're not speaking more to like, fans either. Apparently, like nobody not. waiting to see them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I think at that point they changed their mind. They were talking to everybody, but like it was easy to just walk up to him and like, you don't mind if we do this? And he, the guy, the handler, gave me more trouble than than Sam Jones gave. Yeah, us, that's that's you know? generally where where it comes into play. Sam Jones surprisingly religious too. Mm-hmm. Seventy five is yeah. a lot for an autograph. I, I feel like that's too much. For How much? Autograph. You say he said seventy five. I don't know. No, I think his, his was only like his I think his was, was like only forty. 40, 40 yeah, I think it was only forty or fifty yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Who's Sam Jones? For an autograph? Yeah. Well, a picture and a handshake and autograph. Whatever. That's typical. I've, I mean, yeah. the last couple that I've gone to between that one and then Comic Con when it was here a couple months ago, I was looking at everybody's prices, and that's about that's about what everybody charges. General. I guess, but still, but what I don't like is you get people who are charging twenty, who are like Barn Walker three. We did a con where the guy was literally Barn Walker three. Right. Okay, you're on The Walking Dead for like two minutes. You mm-hmm. walked out of a barn. You're charging twenty bucks. Yeah. And then PJ Souls, who's in Halloween and Striped, is also twenty bucks. I don't think so. That's that's the problem that I have is yeah. when when they start doing that. And Walking Dead is has really. Um, yeah. Cause the problems, yeah. albeit they don't realize that they're causing a problem. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say Walking Dead's cause a problem. I would say the people in Walking Dead well, yeah. cause a problem. Well, I mean, it's a whole. Um, is, I mean, because I said the exact same yeah. thing. It's like Sid Haig is a veteran Legend, of horror yeah. films, yeah. and he charges twenty bucks, yeah. whatever you want, a picture. It's incl- you know, sure. he'll take a picture with you. He'll take a picture with you for free. Right. He doesn't care. Right. But then you got. You know, Barn Walker number four. Yeah. He's charging the exact same yeah. amount. That's like you. That's like comparing. That's like saying yeah. you are on the level of Sid Haig. Yeah. You are not. Right. You're the dirt at his feet right now. Right. You have and, no name. And a lot of times, and I don't know how it is at PopCon. I don't know what the crowd mix is, but a show like you said with Sid Haig, who's a horror icon. When you get a horror show. You get a lot of Walking Dead fans who are not horror fans, so they go get their Walking Dead autograph, and they don't buy any horror merchandise. Mm-hmm. They don't. They don't give a flip about Sid Haig or Boris Karloff or any of that stuff. They just there for the Walking Dead, and they go. So you know that's also a downside. So you know the Walking Dead and those and the high prices of autographs are sort of killing the show's mm-hmm. marketability for uh, vendors. You know, you go around. You know, you, somebody gets three or four Walking Dead autographs, and you know, they don't. They, they can't afford to buy your your yeah. artwork or your T-shirt or your movie or your video game. So and I'll know. tell you something else too that that's really gotten on my nerves is I'm not one that likes to spend money on autographs anymore. Tell it, Corey. Well, yeah. <laughs> it, I, I that's not to say that I haven't paid for them in the past because a couple of years ago I paid for Bill Mosley's, um, but and even before then it was Tony Todd. But I, I've kind of, I'm kind of like over it. 
But see, like, in, but, but in that same on, frame. So my thing is to get a picture with them. That means yeah. more to me. That's something that I can, you know, I can put in a frame. Cause but I, you'll pay that money for Yeah, it's something you can post on Facebook and get likes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've, I've actually started working on a big collage. Oh, okay. Um, but yes, they do. But is that one you would pay the money for? That's the problem okay. that I have. Is now they're starting to charge ten to twenty bucks, twenty bucks to take a picture with you with your own phone. Mm-hmm. It's like, come yeah. on, ten bucks isn't that much. Depends on who it is. I paid ten bucks. I've only paid. Dude, they got to make some of them. That's their job. I, I yeah, you have to understand that when they go to these conventions, they're yeah. not really getting paid. That's that twenty dollars for the t-shirts right. I sell is is an overpriced t-shirt, but people are paying to support me because they appreciate the work I did on stage a lot of times, and you know. Like that, that, it's just kind of understood. It's of course it's going to be overpriced. That's the only way they make money. If he sold them for five bucks, you know, well, he's, he's not going to make as much. I, I, five dollars, you know, I don't have. I guess I don't have a problem paying five dollars for a picture with it. Ten dollars, that's stretching it. I've only done it once where I've actually paid money to have a picture taken with my own phone. That was Roddy Piper, and I. How can you not? He probably know? gave you a bump of coke. <laughs> he, gave, he actually gave me a piece of gum afterwards. Um, but but uh, some of the pricing on some of that stuff is set up because it sort of weeds out the people who want something. Because if you got something for free, everybody wants mm-hmm. it, no matter what it is, whether it's an autograph or a photo. So there has to be some kind of charge for an autograph. Um, I do work for the Indianapolis Indians, and they'll have free autograph nights, and they'll get somebody like. It's free to the fans, which is great, but you know you probably get ten or twelve people, and uh, who love Ozzy Smith, and then that thirteenth person is just somebody who who gets a card and then they pick their teeth with it, and they don't care and they don't know who he is. Yeah, just getting it because it's free, and they're entitled to do that. Yeah, but if you don't know who Ozzy Smith is, man. But see, like, if, if in the same instance, I, I tend... the younger generation. Though. I tend, I mean, I mean, I tend got, to not yeah, walk in. Yeah, you got to remember kids under 20. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. I know. I, I would tend not to walk into a convention and pay, right. you know, a, a premium to, like, say for um, for William Shatner. William Shatner's $200. Right. That's ridiculous. 200 bucks. Yeah. Okay? I've, I've been in the trenches with that man. I'm not paying $200 to, to get a picture with him. I've got pictures with him that I got for free. I'm not doing it. In the same instance, all those people that walk up and do it, like, yeah. what are you going to do with a two hundred dollar picture with William Shatner? Well, God, I'm sure it's more than just that, a picture, right? But that may be. Well, you get an autographed picture of William Shatner and a picture with him, see, like you see, know. Your podcast is big. Like, hey, you know, whether to pay for autographs or not. You <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> a, that's a lot, you know. Uh, uh, there's no way. Some of that, that though, you got to wonder though. It is a very, and I'm not advocating spending for Shatner's autograph, but. Uh, Stan Lee and those guys who charge that amount, you wonder if somebody like William Shatner, if he's not charging 200 would you even be able to get him to do a show? You know, Would the show be able to come up with enough money on its own to pay him to show well, up? Here, and or do they have to say, okay, we can only give you this amount, but you can come in and sell well, my hundreds argu- of $200 autographs to make this much money. Mm-hmm. My argument has always so, been, you know, uh, from what Vic said earlier, is, well, they're not getting paid much by the convention. Right. And, you know, they're spending their whole weekend there. Yeah. My argument is, if you're not getting paid much and it's not worth your time, then don't go. Just don't do it. No, now, but there's no like reason Shatner. the convention okay. to, to make the but, money. Yeah. you got to remember, though, you're right. If, if, if the convention doesn't give Shatner enough money, 
and, and he doesn't want to charge a high price so that he can make enough money. He doesn't show. So he doesn't do the show is what you're saying, right? Right. So then somebody who really likes Shatner is not able to get his autograph. Okay? Mm -hmm. So, yes, it is a high price, but if you're a Shatner fanatic, come on, how are you going to meet the guy? Mm -hmm. There's no way you're ever going to meet William Shatner unless you get him at a show or you happen to be in L.A. and bump into him. There's just, it's just, he's not accessible except through the show. That's the only way he can be accessible. And, and mind you, the there were a lot of people in his line. And, oh, yeah, and right. Don't don't get me wrong. There were a lot of people who paid that two hundred dollars for that autograph and those pictures. The other so. way you got to look at it is, okay, let's say you're you know on your deathbed and you're ninety or whatever and you're dying. You know, are you gonna are you gonna care about two hundred dollars? Are you gonna be care about saying, man, I met William Shatner and I met Bruce Campbell, and I met this person, I met which you know, I plan on I doing Malcolm next McDowell, month. Malcolm man, Bruce you Campbell, know? already did. Well, I, so, it. <laughs> I think they probably set those like those prices. They're not guessing, right? Like no, the, they're those prices because people do pay. Yeah, yeah. Like we, yeah, we didn't see anybody, it's whatever the market will bear. <laughs> we didn't see a big line for Chris Masters, right. but this obviously wasn't his first convention, right? And this just may be a shitty market for him. Yeah. When I, your, oh, I was like, when I go to Wisconsin, there's only like one place I've ever really had a whole lot of success selling T-shirts. I just don't do very. It's a more conservative area. I don't, you know, I have good shows, but I've only had a handful of, like, you know. I mean, obviously, for, like, normal comedians, they're amazing. But for me, with my bar, uh, I've had, you know, just a handful that I consider amazing. You guys should have laughed, because otherwise I had to sound like a really good dude. <laughs> uh, that was a joke. Um, See, but, uh, but I'm saying, like, but I know when I go to uh, generally Illinois, Ohio, you know, uh, and I did pretty well in the Carolinas. Last year, like, so I'm sure Chris Masters has places he goes where he has a line, right? Yeah. Go, you know, down the entire yeah. thing. Yeah, he'd probably go to Tennessee and probably well, have because he's not making fifty bucks a day right. of doing this. Yes. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, I'm, I'm probably, I'm guessing that they'd probably make a couple thousand dollars for a sitting fee just to show up for the weekend. Right. Plus their 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 rooms, their food, their whatever, all these right. things, expenses are covered. But what about so it's you know it's a weekend of sitting at a convention, watching sure. people walk by and and you know hanging out. And if you don't have anything else to do, you're making money, you don't have to do anything, and then you can make some more money on top of it. My theory has always okay. been, if you've got like 8x10s or DVDs that you're yeah. selling, and you autograph those, sell away. But if somebody brings you a DVD that they've already spent money on, which, whether they want to say that they didn't get any money on it, it ends up trickling back to them at some, in some well, degree. If they bring it up and have you sign that, that should be... You know, do that for free. Well, They've already spent why that money. works, though, is, you know, somebody like Gunnar Hansen does not own the rights to Texas Chainsaw Massacre, so he cannot he cannot legally sell photographs from it. I didn't know he couldn't. Right, he can't. Like some of. I mean, I knew. Nice. I, I know. I know the whole backstory. Yeah. So that. you know, somebody like, for example, John Cassier, he doesn't own the rights to Tales from the Crypt. He cannot sell photos of Tales from the Crypt. But that the whole bony sell, thing at the yeah. Yeah. yeah, so but he can sell his autograph, and then you get the print for free. Mm -hmm. So he's not technically selling the print, even though it says twenty dollars for a signed photo. Yeah. you're paying for that signature because yeah. otherwise, the, legally he can't sell it. So part of it is that that's it's all the, way the wording. Of, it's all in the wording because legally he can't sell. He can't sell prints of his 
He just can't sell them. But he can sell his autograph and then sign the thing. Yeah. Um, but also, you got the other thing is somebody that you take somebody like, say, Bruce Campbell, and let's say he was signing for 20 bucks a pop, okay? And then, you know, you see, and then, you, then you see at autograph shows and eBay, Bruce Campbell's autograph goes for $200 mm-hmm. on eBay. Then you'd be like, if you're Bruce Campbell, like, what the hell? I'm only making ten dollars on this two hundred that everybody's making. Yeah, yeah. It's those people. It's those people that are that are hurting the whole thing. Well, I think that about wraps up everything. I would say so. Um, Overall, charge for an autograph, and I will never either. (laughs) I have. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, I've been billing you guys for doing this fucking podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. We'll get that at the end of the year. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so <laughs> you're I, getting that at the end of the year. Yeah, I'm black. Yeah. I don't pay bills. <laughs> I'll write a check for that bitch. <laughs> hope, that, hope that it bounces. So we will uh, we will see you in two weeks with another with our next episode, which is going to be Psycho versus Texas Chainsaw. You might think that's kind of a weird combination, but there's a theory behind it. So we will talk at you later. Oh yeah, you can follow me at Indie Brad Scott and go to IndieBradScott.com. We did forget all that shit, but I think by now that they know. Oh no, you can Black and Angry at Black and Angry at on NKO, Xbox One at NKO Gonzo. Yeah, on our guest has. Yeah, and at uh, ArtOfBeast.com. ArtOfBeast.com. Check him out. How long is that? The song? Yeah. I'll just cut it down. Like 10 more minutes. <laughs> 1 minute and 11 seconds left. I'm coming. <laughs>